Welcome to Cryptid Crossroads 505. I'm Larry. And I'm Vince. Welcome to the show where we talk all things cryptid, Sasquatch, aliens, hauntings, and anything paranormal you would like to share with us. You can reach us at cryptidcrossroads505 at gmail.com. So settle in, open your mind, and enjoy the show. Welcome back to Cryptid Crossroads 505. We're back in the studio doing it once again for y'all. Give me a shout out, Vince. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to the CCR 505 studios. That's right. We're, uh, thankfully, we're here in Albuquerque, and we're getting some rain finally. Getting a little bit of that moisture on the ground. You remember in the last episode, I said I like turning on my faucet and water coming out. The water gods heard me. Yep. <laughs> because you threw the cornmeal in the right I, direction. I threw it to the right direction. <laughs> oh. All right. Well, as usual, tonight we're going to discuss the big fella, Sasquatch, once again. Um, I think we're going to touch base a little bit on the latest episode of Expedition Bigfoot, which happens to be the best one so far. Right. Uh, he saw it before me because of my work schedule, and he, he told me, watch it. I don't want to ruin anything, right. but I watched it, and it was definitely a good one. I, I liked it. It definitely was. I mean, this single episode, uh, it beats any series about Bigfoot that I've ever seen. Right. This It's 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 good. We'll be, see what tomorrow brings for right, the finale. Be, because we're all about the proof. and I mean, <clears throat> of course you can't say definitively... We weren't there, we weren't filming, but it looks pretty good. It does. And as usual, we're going to get started with the shout out to you. And here you go. Once again, Sasquatch Fermo. Now, oh. hopefully, this attracts them into the city with the rain. Hopefully. <sighs> yep. Pretty good. Good stuff. All right, so let's get rolling. So this last episode of Expedition Bigfoot, for those of you that haven't seen it and those of you that have, there was a real compelling piece of evidence at the end. Right. Um, what, what, what's his name, the, the survivalist? Uh, Ronnie Accord. Ronnie Accord. No, 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 no. No, no, that's... It's Ronnie LeBlanc? Le, Ronnie LeBlanc, yeah. Uh. And... So he's a survivalist, and he breaks off from the team, and he does his own little recons with the cameraman at his side, and at times you hear him talking to the cameraman. Well, he was scanning the mountainside, and he got, to me, is really good video of, uh, it was a dark figure. It stood up, and it walked away. Russell Accord. Russell Accord. There yeah, you go. Yeah, and... Uh if, if you're familiar with the series, uh, he does this quite often where he'll set up like on a, a ridge or a hillside right. and he'll watch across the valley into the following uh, ridge. Or the, right. He, he likes to take the high point so that he could see everything right. down and, below. And in earlier episodes, he, he's caught stuff. Do you remember when he was using the thermal and uh, something was stalking the elk? Right. Well, when the elk were, you know, spotted it, it just kind of disappeared in. Took off. It did. But this is in broad daylight. 
right. and, th- and this and uh, and you clearly see it stand up and you clearly see it walk away bipedal and I don't think that was a bear so I don't care what the forest right. and, service and, and it was good just hearing his uh, dialogue he's like there, there's a black black spot over here I'm interested in and so he left right. the camera on it and he's like did you see that it just stood up and then right when he said that, it turned and walked away. Yep, uh, that was good. Uh, now, of course, we're going to get our naysayers out there that are going to say that this was staged. It's all for TV. They had a man in a costume, and they were talking via walkie-talkies. And you know you know how the naysayers are going right. to do it. But I don't think so. This was a really good piece of evidence. And to me, it's one of the best pieces of evidence they've come to the table with. Right now, as of today, now their TV show or whatever, uh, it is a TV show, but they're in real life. This is what they do, uh, and right. I, I don't think they would uh, agree to a hoax because there are so many people who could analyze videos and debunk it right. and rip them apart if it was a hoax. Well, and, and that would kill their whole credibility, not only exactly. the show, but in their professional life. That's right. Yeah. So, you know, most people that are going to do a hoax are just someone looking for that 15 minutes of fame and fortune. Right. Well, these people have already had their 15 minutes, so what they're doing is actually going out there trying to bring definitive proof that this creature exists. Right, right. Even though... Uh, <laughs> Maria was, well, she's like Renee on the other one, somewhat of a skeptic. Right. But uh, she, always, we've talked about this before. She always shoots down some good evidence, and she does. But I, I guess you got to have that balance. You do. You got to. There's always that skeptic, and even in real life, I mean, you're going to have the skeptic. So right. it, it it does balance out the opinion <coughs> and the thought process. Right. Because she's like, <clears throat> you got to have that balance because she's like total opposite of. Uh, What's the guy in Canada who did the discovering Bigfoot? Because uh, oh, um, people, uh, discovery. Or Todd, dis- Todd Standing. Todd Standing, the survivor man, Les Stroud went out with him. Yep. And that was one of his things because everything you would hear, like a tree knock, a whistle, oh, that's a Sasquatch, that's a Sasquatch. And Maria's just the opposite. No, 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 and everything. Right. But there's but, that balance. So for those of you that have not seen this series, I highly encourage to find it on the streaming service or watch reruns on Discovery Plus if you have cable or, or on Travel Channel TV. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Um, now, you, you could get it on Travel Channel. It's just right. the advantage of the Discovery Plus is you get it earlier. That's right. And, and you could watch it over and over right. to where if you're watching it on live TV, you got to watch that day that it broadcasts. Um, so um, what I do is I, uh, <clears throat> I have my DVR. I record the whole series. Right. Yeah. And, uh, you could also rewind and watch it again in right. real time. Right. But and check that, it out. And that's when you might want to rewind. I re- I rewound it. I'm like, I think everybody did. That? Yeah. I'm like, wow. I think everyone that had the capability stopped, did it again and said, oh man, that is so good. And, and now we've <clears> talked <throat> about in the past where, Maybe there's some stuff they can put out there and some stuff they can't. Right. Whether it be the producers, or the government, whatever. But th- it was pretty impressive that they put this much out. It, it was. And, and you know, uh, Lee Stroud is the one uh, that had said that his producers, they're like, don't you dare mention it. Because he has actually good stories and some good footage of him being shadowed by some of these creatures. And uh, the one you just mentioned where he's being shadowed. Yes. Now, it's hard to find. I 
I saw it, but I, I haven't been able to find it again. Mm. And whether it be like YouTube taking it down or whatever, it's funny how some of this stuff out there just comes down. I'll tell you where you can find it. If you have Amazon Prime, that whole series is still available to uh, okay. to stream. And I would suggest that one as well. And it's just one series, one season dedicated to Lee Stroud, Survivor Man Bigfoot. Yeah. And there's some good stories that he tells. He gives the whole rundown and says why the network didn't want to bring that in. And, you know, they were just paranoid. They're like, uh, they didn't want to, I guess they didn't want to be known as the major network that is bringing this type of uh, entertainment to you. Right. And, uh, you know, you got to realize everything television is entertainment. Uh, <clears throat> but for some reason, this is a touchy subject. It is. Just just like the alien stuff. Uh, I don't know if you watch Ancient Aliens or right. UFO Declassified. A, a lot of people still want to remain anonymous. Yeah, yeah they do. They do. Uh, I don't know why. I mean, if this creature's out there. We know it's out there. People know it's out there. You know, if the government has some evidence or some footage or maybe they've been doing research on their own, well, let us know, you know? Right. Two, but, two heads are better than one. Right, now... I'm I'm pretty confident that the government does have knowledge about this. They have information because we've all heard the stories about kill teams and uh, like now where they take over the land where they find nests. Right. Maybe a, a sanctuary. They keep they keep everyone out. And um, we've heard the story about trying to catch one to learn about the cloaking. And that's when they said they have scent glands in their thighs or whatever. Right. Yeah. Now. I believe that the government does have knowledge, but I also believe, um, well, I shouldn't say I believe, I know that the government will lie or not put all the facts out to the people. The Come on, Vince, the government lie? Hey, oh, did I say that? Now, if something happens to me on the way home, you know what? <laughs> <laughs> I, I think you're right there. They know more than they're letting on. Uh, and this topic has been... It's been an interesting topic ever since, I'm going to say, the 50s when it really got blew up and put in the papers. Right. Now, it, it's always <clears throat> been there with the, the First Nations, right. the Native Americans. It's always been there, but to them, it's no big deal because they've been there together since uh, their recorded history. Right. Now, when the white man came and they started getting deeper into the forest, that's when it really blew up because it, you say the 50s because that's when we had uh, newsprint and stuff. Right. Now, if you look back to the explorers, some of them came across these creatures. Uh, some of uh, Was it Teddy Roosevelt? He penned a little piece in his yeah. memoirs. Right, yeah. about it. And, uh, but things were different back then. The, the press moved slow. Yes. And now the way things, especially now with the Internet. Um, today, if you have a cell phone, a camera, and an Internet connection, information moves at the speed of light today. Right. And uh, I've had people ask me, uh, you know, we have a lot of sightings now. And I don't think we have more sightings. I think it's just with the Internet and the way things work, technology, it's easier for people to put their story across. It is. Um, Where like back in, say, the early 1900s, if we go camping, we run into something. Who do we tell? Nobody. Well, no, we would have went to the little town that's populated with maybe 200 people, and that little newspaper would have printed a story, and that's about as far as it went, right there. Uh, that The papers didn't communicate 
unless it was a major story that was going to affect the whole country, <clears throat> then they would bring it and send it on the wire. But right. a story like this was never put on the wire for other newspapers to publish. It, it right. was, and a big reason for that is like uh, <clears throat> there's always going to be skeptics, especially reporters. Right. But that's their job. Uh, you know, you got to find the, the proof in the facts. Right, of course. So, you know, that being said, there are stories in these old newspapers and these old mining towns that were published about these creatures. But like I said, you know, that's where it ended right there with that publication. And people read it. They probably found some amusement in it. Some people probably said that guy's crazy. He's out there digging for gold and drinking too much. <laughs> but, yeah, and that's, that's it. <clears throat> some, some people said he's crazy. And that's why other people who have had that experience are like, oh, man, they're calling him crazy already, so I, I won't come forward with right. my story. Of course, they don't, they don't want to be known as the crazy man. Right, and uh, I, I'm, I'm fine being known by that. <laughs> well, I already tell people, um, you know, according to my last psyche eval, yeah, I'm crazy. You get, they don't allow me in there no more. Well, then you're definitely bona fide. <laughs> you're bona fide. Uh, and let's let's touch let's go back to another series we we're watching so this morning i was going over some of the uh alaskan killer bigfoot some of the ending ones and okay. uh now that that's a good series they they do get some good activity <clears throat> my thing is i i had trouble with do you remember in the series some of the episodes especially the last episode where they have the fires that just like start okay i i i didn't I got like two or three to finish. I don't oh, okay. You're not there then. Okay, no, 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 but carry on. Yeah, yeah, no. So in these episodes, it seems like a couple of times that, uh, you know, fires just magically start. And now, now when I see things like this, I'm like, okay, now is this dramatization for the series? Because now you're taking it a little too far. Um and they want to blame it on Nantuck, which is the the Bigfoot. Right. Uh, this the the very last season, they bring in a paranormal team and they walk around and the the I guess the median, the psychic, she's you know in communication and she's telling them, "You're not wanted here. This is his. Everything here belongs to him. You you need to leave. He don't want you here." And, you know, she gets exhausted. And when they tell her close the door, she kind of like falls into the weeds and she's like exhausted and i'm like and that could be so i don't know i've never done anything like that maybe it is that draining but right and we we don't have that ability that's so right what, we're not well we can't but she's a liar she went into it blind uh, of course you know uh, when the series filming she told them i i don't i don't want to know anything i want to come in blind to see what if what she picks up matches what they've been and it, it did you know it matched up and she said, he's here, and he don't want you here. You're not welcome here. This is his land. And as they're leaving, they built a little, uh, let me back up a little bit. After this happened, they bring out this big old, like, Ghostbusters machine, and uh, the demonologist puts all this, whatever his mixture is, and it shoots out like a fog machine. So he went around the island uh, saying prayers and doing exorcisms on all these uh, relics that were left, I guess, from uh, the original inhabitants of uh, Port, Port Luck, Port Luck, Port Luck Alaska, and uh, 
it was just to me just a little too far fetched. Right, and and it goes back to we're watching that documentary to the one who said uh, they throw chokeweed on the fire and they sing songs. I'm like, <laughs> okay, I. I I yeah. I can't say that they're totally Looney Tunes right. because I haven't experienced that. Right. So because I haven't experienced it doesn't mean it don't happen. Right. I mean that's you know and I I get it. I'm not gonna say it's not true, but I I did think I'm like you know this this is Bigfoot. This is a we've already kind of come to the conclusion that it's a, it's a blood and it's flesh and blood. It's got bone. Uh, there are some. Sp- special abilities it may have but you know this this isn't right a, it, something demonic i don't think i, I don't think it's demonic because if it was it could have a lot of victims very easily right, right. now uh, as far as being flesh and blood and there, the, we, we got all these theories floating out there about a interdimensional creature right and uh, one of the things was they live in trees or the trees are a portal like they, on the Alaskan Killer Bigfoot, they found that big tree with the scratching. Right. And then they set up the blind where that guy was there alone, and he heard them underneath him, and they were dragging a chain, and he was all freaked out. Right. That, that was a good episode. Now That one was. Now, if that's true or not, I, I don't know, but uh, we just don't know enough about these creatures. But I, I can't discredit these things because I wasn't there. Now, as far as something we should look into... Because, like you said, these fires were popping up, and like this other lady said, they start a fire in a cave and throw chokeweed on it with right. your marijuana, MJ, whatever you want to call it. <clears throat> I don't right. know anything about that stuff, so I try it. But uh, we need to look into this closer because uh, you we've had uh, instances, or not instances, but uh, stories we read about like a Bigfoot coming into camp, going through their cooler. We need to know was there a fire going or not. Right, because that could tell a lot about this. Because uh, when I had my my episode, my instance, we had a fire going, and I believe that's the only thing that helped keep them at bay. bay. Right, just like any wild animal. But right. I I don't know. I've heard about them coming in doing bluff charges, but did they have a fire going, or was it just like a lantern? Right. No, that's something that we should maybe dig it a little deeper I, I don't into. think anyone's ever looked into that no you know if, if you ask and I think that'd be something that as if you belong to the BFRO or any of these organizations when you're doing your interview of the witness these are questions that you should ask were you hiking was it daylight was it night were you around a campfire you know things like that right and then you could start putting the or, pieces or back together fire in the vicinity <clears throat> right and the the more data with the more questions that are asked then you can compile better data to give you a better analysis of really what goes on right but the more we <clears throat> learn that that's where we realize the questions we got to start asking right we're not professionals but we pretend to be well i don't in this field I don't think anyone's a professional. And that's why I kind of laugh why this guy, he's getting he's paid a big to go expert. Yeah, right. <laughs> really? How long has he lived amongst them? Right. I'm like, no, he's not a Bigfoot expert. He knows just as much as we do. <laughs> no, but we have, we've, we've lived amongst them. How old's Amanda? For how many years? <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. Oh, that's hilarious. Or am I? <laughs> or are you? No, the... Uh, one of the series on this Alaskan Killer Bigfoot, they had a Ron Moorhead go out with them. Right. And toward the end, he left him a care package, and 
one of the things he left him was a, a, a laser that shoots a grid. And I thought, I thought, wow, that that tool was so cool. And uh, yeah, they did. They got a, a couple of pops off it. One of the guys said, do you see it? Do you see it? It's over there, over there. Cause, and even if you look on the camera, you'll see the grid bend just a little bit. But you're like, okay, there, there, something triggered that because that's a straight laser. And then for it to bend, you're like right. something. That, that's pretty neat. But I, I re- what, what I really liked from Expedition Bigfoot was the LiDAR. The LiDAR was awesome. I mean, it basically strips the trees. It does. Uh, LiDAR, that, that's, an, that's an amazing tool. Okay, well, let, let's, get, let's touch on this for just a second. <clears throat> on the episode before, uh, they did the LiDAR of the... Uh, what's it called uh where they filmed patty oh uh, bluff creek bluff creek the yeah. patterson gimlin film site right now they they did it they lined it up pretty good and because there's always been dispute about the height of patty mm-hmm. now they determined and now we, we we once again they're going by old footage and stuff so right there's nothing in granite but they determined she was six three yeah they uh, and, and a lot of people were putting on uh on the fan page oh i'm so disappointed i was hoping she'd be bigger but they brought out a, an interesting point that the males are 25 percent bigger than the females right and and she was a female and and we don't even know if she may have been maybe not fully grown i mean right as, as big as she was you would think but we don't know but my point is uh 25 <clears throat> percent bigger than her would be like seven and a half eight feet what right. and that goes Pretty close to the sightings. To the males, yeah. Uh, Here's my thing, too. Like in any other race of humans or even apes or whatnot, you're going to get some that are larger than the others. It's not uh, just because you're uh, a shoot-off from the DNA from Bigfoot. that If you're male, you're 8 feet. If you're female, you're 6 feet. That's not the case. It just happens that... They found her, shot footage, used the markers that were around, and that's how they determined her height. Right. Doesn't mean all the females are that small. Right. No, no, no not at all. Just look at right. the human race. And uh, if they, they have human DNA, I mean, uh, I mean, we're like giants. But I'm, I've seen girls bigger than us. <laughs> no, no. If you haven't seen us, we're, we're really 4'10". Four, 4'10 and a half. <laughs> well, he's... My older brother is taller right. than me. I, I wear six-inch high heels when I go to work. <laughs> but, you know, I think that the way they did it, it was pretty scientific. They used all the modern tools. And I think they're pretty right on spot with their assessment I, of the height. I, I, I really so. do. But you know what I, I liked most about that video? It brought something to my attention I didn't know and I'd never seen on these uh, analyzation videos. When she steps, how she lifts her toes. Oh, yeah. yeah. They did bring that out. and I had never I, noticed I that. I never noticed that either. And you know what? They're the first ones because I don't, I don't think anyone's ever mentioned that. Right, because I've never heard it before. Like Everyone talks about the knee movement and right. the gait. And the, the hands. The, and yeah, but no one talked about how the toes came up. Every step, the toes would come up. Yeah. Now, how do you fake that? You don't. How um, do you fake that? If you're in a suit, how do you fake that? Well, and then they, there again, when they were analyzing the video, they interviewed uh, that world-famous costume designer. He did the costumes for Hollywood, for Planet of the Apes and right. all that. And he did say, you know, to do something like that, especially back in the 60s, he said, there's, there's, 
He debunked it. He said, there's no way. Our yeah, technology he, wasn't that good. He said that's a living creature. Right. He, he did. He said, like, back those days, they had basically, like, the costumes were costumes or were, like... Like wearing a like carpet. carpet. Yeah, so like they would bend. Carpet, yeah. And uh, wh- what did he call it? Flexible fur or whatever? Right. That didn't Flexible. come along till like the 85s. Right. Or- yeah. So to kind of give it more realistic. But when he looks at that, because of the way the muscles move and everything, he said that that's it. And in his own opinion, he believes it's a real creature. Right. And uh, is, is he the one who brought up the toe movement? Yes. I was like, he obviously studied that and... Uh, you could see the his eyes light up when he talked about it because this is something that meant a lot to him. Something he's really interested in. Right. No. It. Uh, he he took his time and he went thoroughly through this because, like you said, he noticed the toes. So, you know, he was looking close because, of course, it's his reputation that's on the line. You know. So if if you're someone that does serious work, especially for like Hollywood and that, then. You, when you make your judgment and you put your opinion out there, you probably want to be on on point if you can. If not, here comes the criticism. Right, exactly. And and I think he did a really good job because he brought yeah, up he a did. point I've never heard before, I, the toes. Then yeah. to me, that's like, that's really big. Yeah, that is a big portion because who else looked at that? No one. No one caught to that. To my knowledge, I've never heard it on any analyzation video or... No, I haven't. I've never even heard it. Everyone just talks about the gait, how the knees bend and the angle and... And the but, face and yeah. the, even like uh, the breasts was something kind of new to me a few years ago. Right. Yeah, no. Uh, but And this costume designer did talk about that. He said, you know, to fake the breast, that would have been a, a feat in itself. No, I, I meant breasts in general. Oh, I'm, oh. I'm un, I'm like, oh, I'm you're pure just, like snowflake. Oh, oh, you're just now getting out into the world. Yes. Oh, you poor, <laughs> you poor thing. Wait till you find one with three. You're really in for a surprise. Well, everyone told me I need to watch Total Recall. <laughs> <laughs> That's hilarious. But you know they did a good job. I, I once again check out this series because I think it's the best one out there. Right now we we got a. <clears throat> And we'll probably talk about this next week. Uh, season finale coming up tomorrow. Yep. Tomorrow it's season finale. supposed to be the last episode. For this season. For the season. And as far uh, uh Maria put something up after the episode, they're going to have like a roundtable discussion or something. They're going to talk about the season, the stuff they saw. Now, what I would like to do is I would love to sit in on a discussion. No cameras, just them telling everything i would i'd like that's what i would like cameras off just tell me what you really saw and heard out there that right would, that would be so cool uh maybe we should go out there ourselves yeah are you man. kidding we wouldn't get a mile out of base camp i'm tired here let's go home let's go back and eat <laughs> like, i need i'm out of water but you brought a gallon <laughs> it's been 45 minutes come on uh, yeah i know it they do. They do cover a lot of ground. So yeah, yeah. You, you know that well, they're getting their exercise in. They do, but how much do they really cover? It's a TV show, so I don't know how much they really cover. They could cover two miles in two days. Who knows? Well, I mean, look at the episode where they were on the bike. They they started early and they rode those electric bikes all around that mountain. Right. You know what the idea I did like on the last episode was when Murray was on horseback. Oh yeah. No, that was. Uh, that was cool because, like, uh, 
you know, they were they were talking about the horses could sense other animals out there. And them horses and, freaked out, huh? Right. They did get a little startled. Um, not only that, the horses kind of mask the smell of the people. The people, right. Yeah. And, and you, you could roll... Well, what they said was you could roll up on wild animals because the horse is something natural the way it rolls in the... Right. Be, because it was wild at one time. Right. So they wouldn't think too much about it because... They're kind of like, oh, that's not a predator. No, no. Uh, a matter of fact, they said you can do that be- because the horse is considered a prey creature, right. not a predator. Right, right. And so a horse doesn't, and of course all these animals out there, they've heard horses before. It doesn't bring a threat to them. Right. Now, I, I, in, in our <clears throat> neck of the woods, I don't know if you've seen them, uh, f- from here to at least Laguna or maybe even Grants, we have wild horses in yeah. the hills. Oh, yeah. And so... It's it's not it's not far fetched because we still have wild horses in our wilderness. Of course, there's a lot of wild horses out there. Now you said the horses get startled. I like to say spooked because I right. like derogatory terms. Ooh, yeah. Well, you just said one right there. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. No, it and you know it is. A, it's a good alarm, just like it. They, it was nighttime and they started getting a little antsy so they got out of the tent to see right. what was around because right. those horses were letting them know hey let me off this tree i want to get out of here and you know they, they said horses are prey animals i don't ever recall hearing a a sasquatch story where they preyed on a horse i don't either now i've heard cattle and you know elk deer right. stuff like that um maybe I, well i was gonna say it might have something to do with the size of a horse but i don't think so because i've heard stories of them slugging it out with bulls right i uh, yeah we've heard those stories i i don't i don't know what it is about a horse maybe the horse just just isn't appealing to him or uh who knows it seems like you hear the creatures they go after are like the turkey the the deer right the elk you know now now i don't know as far as running like if they were to chase an elk or a horse is a horse faster? Mm, I'm going to say an elk could be just as fast as a horse. Because a horse is maybe a little bigger, but horses are nothing but muscle. They are. And maybe that's it, too. It's just tough meat. Well, yeah. It's all muscle. It might be, too, but I've, I've heard uh, stories like for, from China where they eat them. It's supposed to be good meat. Uh, well, I've, I've... My dog hasn't complained to this day. I've, I've seen videos of people in china actually cooking horses and how they burn it at first they clean it off and then they cook it and i'm like okay you know people are probably like oh my god gross he's eating a horse but let's keep in mind they eat meat and with all those chinese there's a lot of people to feed they're going to eat whatever they could get right and and uh, what it boils down to is your belief system right what you can and cannot eat. Right. It's just like here, we talked about that. Cats and dogs here, oh, they're like family members. They're, they're our pets. But in other countries, they are mighty good. Right. And like we go to India where they worship cows and like yum, 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 yum. And we're like, oh, you guys are starving and look at all these cows? You know you know what? I, I was thinking about the, the cows and the horseback. And I have a friend who has cows. He's from San Mateo. But, uh, man, he's just not even a real cowboy. He rides a four-wheeler. Oh come on now! He's a he's a rhinestone cowboy. Oh oh, the, is that the rhinestone? Yeah, cowboy? and I'm gonna catch shit when he hears this. Oh, okay, <laughs> but <laughs> 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 uh, 
Oh. But anyway, that that's a shout out to him because uh, we got refreshments later after the show because of him. Right. Uh, he makes us this tiki punch. <laughs> right. And we thank you for that. On that note, we hope you enjoyed what we brought to you tonight. We want you to think about checking out the series we were just talking about, and you make your own decision. Right. And reach out to us if you uh, have any comments, concerns, or questions. Right. We'd it's, love to hear from you. You know, and we are, we appreciate you listening, but why are so many people afraid to come on the show? I I, I talked to Tater the other yeah, day. He's yeah. ready to come back. Oh, then oh, we'll bring him back. Oh, that reminds me real quick. What did you think about those footprints he sent me? Oh, man, those were good. Did The one that was deep, I, I blew it up as big what as I could. Did you see the toes? The toes, not. did you notice all the dermal ridges from the skin? Yeah, and what I noticed was a mid-tarsal break. Yeah, and I was like... Anyway, uh, when, let's, that'll be next week next or the week, week after, but uh, Tater's trying to put us in contact with the person who took the pictures. Uh, Tater knows him, but... This guy's kind of shy, he said. But anyway, I'll, I'm going to put him up on our Facebook page. Right. I, I forgot. I've been, this is my first day off. I worked last night, so I'm half asleep right now. And when we do, if we ever get to interview this gentleman, we'll put the pictures up right there. Right, right. And even not, even if we don't, uh, Tater's ready to call back. And because he's, he follows the podcast religiously, he, he, uh, Watches a lot of the information we tell him, like, watch this, like, right, Expedition Bigfoot or whatever, right? And, good, uh, he's uh, he's in it, he's in it like us, so he's he's a good guest. He'll he'll come back, he's one of the ones that's not scared of trolls, right? And uh, we're pulling him in, we're just taking him down the rabbit hole with us, right? But his only regret is he wants to be in the studio drinking shots with us. Uh, well, we can make that happen someday, sometime. it's going to happen someday, it will. Anyway, thanks for listening. Thanks for listening. We hope you enjoyed the show. And be sure to reach out to us at cryptidcrossroads505 at gmail.com. Peace. Peace.